Ow. Don't you just love it when you're doing something that you are experienced with and your brain's like, you are the worst at this. No one's ever going to like what you do. You are terrible. This is the worst thing you have ever done. You are trash. Oh, you mean every day of my life? But up, up, but up, up. Bop. That was not a planned um, intro, you guys. Just, just <laughs> saying. <laughs> What are you talking about? We are very, we plan meticulously for all of our intros. Uh, we're following the script right now, which is, this is why I am, I am reading this in this, uh, this way. I even put those us in there just to make sure it sounds like natural voice, natural speaking. That there's Al saying that she's doing the raspberry noise. <laughs> Planned laughter right there afterwards. Oh man. Everything's going according to the script. Planned yawn. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared and Al Watch Shiro Bako. This is episode number seven. I am Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And we are here to discuss episode number seven entitled Retake with the Cat. Kitty. Meow. Where, where is the, you need a kitty. I don't know. And you have kitties. I have two kitties and neither are around me at the this moment. This is the perfect time for them to be on, on the air. Kitties. And now they're not here. We were when we were not recording. We had pre-recording Maxwell purrs all up in the the microphone. Like that was the perfect opportunity for him to the be like perfect. Come here, Bubba. Don't purr. Don't purr. Come here. He's like, what are you doing? What, <laughs> why what? are you? Why why are you calling for me? What do you want from me? I am a gentleman. Are you a gentleman, honey? I will bite you. Yeah, you will bite me. <laughs> He's like, nope, nope, I don't want this. I am not interested. <laughs> Something's up. <laughs> I am doubting all of this. Uh, we've gotten we've gotten all of our explosions out of the way. Mm -hmm. Maxwell is also an explosion, so he's out of the way. Wow. <laughs> uh, now we have to we move on to uh, some more work, some more bad things. Uh, Owie's leaving work, and she learns that her sister's coming to stay. She's like, what? So she she bumbles on over to Midori's house and is like, here's a key. My sister's coming. Will you entertain her while I'm at work? And Midori's just like, just woke up and is like, yeah, <laughs> sure. What a life. Also, she like she, she mentioned that she stayed up and just read literature all night. And that's why she's like dead tired, <laughs> hasn't slept. She has I'm cute like, glasses. I'm like, that's relatable. It's so relatable. Uh. Cause she has to, so Aoi's going to a, a morning assembly because they always have those because the president likes to have them. Uh, during the morning assembly, uh, Tatsuya, who is one of the other production assistants who basically hasn't had a lot of things happening, uh, announces he is leaving by the end of the week, citing personal reasons. Personal reasons. Uh, which we will... I believe we we later learned, but yeah, he basically he is he got poached yep. by Studio Kanon to have him come over to them while he is in the midst of working for for Musashino. Yep. Which is interesting that like like obviously this is probably a thing that happens within the industry a lot, but just like throwing this in here kind of like willy nilly, like yeah, I'm just leaving. Bye, peace out. <laughs> and it's like, nah, dude, you just got a better job a job opportunity at a different place, like. 
personal reasons. Uh, yeah, I, the personal reasons <laughs> thing is weird. Like, I'm not sure why he's just let, not like, I got another job. Yeah, especially when everyone kind of knows very soon afterwards. Yeah, like it's it's a weird choice, but like maybe mm-hmm. it's a thing in their culture that I'm not understanding. Just like a polite way for them to be like, this is why he's leaving for personal reasons. Personal reasons. And, I, and probably personal because reasons like so, being I want more money. And it, I guess probably because it's so sudden. Yeah. Because it's very like, I'm leaving by the end of the week. Bye. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Basically, that means all of his work that was on these later episodes is now being reassigned. Yay. That means so, that Aoi gets the final episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erica gets uh, his work on episode 11. Taro continues his work or gets her work that she was doing on episode 12. And then Aoi will be put on the finale episode. Which is nerve wracking for her. Mm-hmm. Because she's very still new. She's she's very still new. She's still very new into the industry. Uh, but Tatsuya says this is going to be good for her because it'll give her good experience with, you know, working on a finale episode and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which she now is now prone to the problem that they have been facing for the last couple of episodes, which is that the director has not finished the storyboards for the final episode. And now she is being roped into this. Yep. So she is like, got to figure out a way to get him motivated, prone to working, motivated and all that sort of stuff. Maybe not lock him in a cage this time. Yeah. That was weird. Obviously well, didn't the, work. But they'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she has to work on the director and all that sort of stuff since the, the storyboards are not done. Uh, meanwhile, while this is happening, Emma is working on a series of cuts that have a cat, and she is struggling. She's also trying to figure out, like, because, you know, she's still very new to the industry. Like, how do you balance, you know, being being quick at your job and getting things done very quickly and on a timely manner? But, but also but also being good and having them, like, be very of a, of a certain quality. Um, luckily, she has, like, uh, next to her is her... Uh, her neighbor, her animator neighbor, is uh, Shigeru. The old man. And the old man, and you know he's very much a veteran in the industry. Um, he also kind of doesn't necessarily work for Masashino. He's, I think, he, from, I think basically they'll they'll talk about him more later on. But I think he's basically a freelancer. Oh, huh. But basically, like he's friends with like the president and everything. Um, like I think they did work together previously. He did, like, you know, for the old Musashino. Mm-hmm. So, like, he just basically goes there and, like, and, like, has a place to work. Like, that's just, like, kind of, like, where he's able to do all of his stuff from. Hmm. But, like, yeah, he's basically, you know, he's this, this veteran who's gone through the ringer. He's been, you know, he has years of experience and everything. Is like, basically trying to give her, like, all these, like, little advice, pieces of advice. You know, like, you know, like, when you're starting off, you know, you're going to have, you're going to be, you know, the the quickest you are going to be, but also, you know, you have to balance that with like how good you are and, you know, to, to, to draw faster, you have to draw better in order to draw better. You have to draw faster. And it's just like this weird cycle that you have to basically try and figure out how do I balance all of this? And basically she is having a lot of trouble of like figuring out like, how do I balance being quick, but also maintaining my quality. And also she is doing a series of cuts that she is pretty inexperienced with because she has not basically done anything with animals before. Yeah. She, at one point they ask her like, why did you pick this? Because we're allowed to pick whichever like parts we want. She's like, I've never worked with animals before and I wanted the experience, mm-hmm. but she's having a hard time with the kitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she basically stays late a few times to try and 
get these cuts done and everything because um, they were going to she was going to go or Aoi invited her to go hang out with her and her sister and Midori at her house but she doesn't come uh, Aoi's sister warns Aoi about you know the advantages and disadvantages of being diligent at your job which she feels that uh, Emma is kind of like falling into uh, the following day Aoi basically talks to the uh, the head of uh, I think the director of the episode and she learns that Emma's cuts that she handed in from the the fall the previous day have to be all of them redone because uh, they were not of the quality that would be needed for the episode. Was it she talking to the lady that she usually goes to her apartment? I think I think she 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 calls her on the phone this time and then oh, like she'll okay. ca- she'll talk to her later like I think the next episode. Oh okay, I couldn't remember um, when she talked to her. Yeah. So uh, Aoi has to tell us to Emma and Emma is like. Broken about this, yeah, and basically she's like, "Well, I'm done. I can't never be a good animator or anything. I, I'm pretty much boned. Like this is just going to completely destroy me. Like if, if they are, if they're already telling me, hey, my work isn't good enough. Like why am I here? Um, Aoi like tries to cheer her up like on the roof, and they try and talk about like their future. Um, and Emma's just like, you know, like I, this is my, this is my livelihood now. Like I need to be able to to draw good and everything. And if people are telling me, hey, you know, this is not up to the quality that you we're used to from you. Like, what does that mean? Like, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to be able to have time to to redo all those cuts and also do the cuts that I have to do already that I'm tr- really struggling with? Like, I am at my wit's end here. And Aoi, like, or Emma asks Aoi, like, what Aoi wants to do in the future, and basically she doesn't give her an answer. And basically after that, Emma leaves and it's just like, tries to go back to work, but it's just like very distraught. It's rough. And that's how we basically end the episode. I feel this feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this whole time, like I am not an artist. I will never be an artist. Um, I cannot pretend that I can draw anything at all. Um, but imposter syndrome goes across the genres here. And like, yeah. I constantly feel this. So it's, it was a hard watch because I'm like, I know how she feels. <laughs> I know that feeling. It's very relatable. Yeah, it's rough. But uh, next time, we will be discussing episode number eight entitled, I'm Not Blaming You. Not you or you. Or you. Or you. Maybe you. Whoa. But not you. So that's what we'll be discussing next time as we uh, try and get to the root of have, will Emma get out, be able to get out of this and figure something out. But uh, until then, you can find more from us at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup and Seasonal Checkup OVA. And you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. So next time... We will be discussing episode number eight, where I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you.